online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS and welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed our first hour, come on back, gentlemen. If you missed our first hour, you missed a heck of a first hour. We broke some uh, huge news here on uh, 960 The Bull, 960thebull.com, with uh, Jason Bryant and then the big boss man, Tony Denton, as uh, to let you guys know, we are uh, now starting. Uh, our, we'll be starting on Monday. We will be uh, 960 The Bull, part of the VSIN radio network, the Vegas Sports and Information Network here on 960 The Bull. And guys, I'm sorry, but Molly thinks she owns the house here, so she will just lay right and say, hey, you're going to have to step over me, okay? That's how she is. But uh, starting Monday, we will be uh, part of uh, the Vegas Sports and Information Network here on 960 The Bull, 960thebull.com. So uh, be sure to, uh, you need to go ahead and download that app now. So you can be a part of that. But again, thank you for uh, to Jason Bryant, to Tony Denton for joining us in the first hour. Uh, also, uh, the head football coach over at South Lenore High School, Will Harrell. We appreciate him joining us here too. As we got, uh, as we looked back at last year, as we previewed uh, this year too. But and uh, listen, nothing against my big boss man and Tony Denton and your son-in-law, one of the great guys, and Jason Bryant, and even Will Harrell down at South Lenore. I have been looking forward to this moment all week long since we got it squared away that I was going to have two, not one, but two Hall of Famers joining me here in my plush, well-lit, and well-protected studio. Craig Hill. Hey, turn your uh, – that one right. You got your left. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, there you go, just like that. Uh, I've got a Hall of Famer. Craig Hill. I've got Hall of Famer Craig Dawson joining me here in my studio this morning. I, I am uh, beyond honored to have both of you in here, and I can't wait to hear the stories. I hope you guys have been warming up in the in the man cave out there because I can't wait. I because that was just be- right before I got here, gentlemen. Right, I got right. here in two thousand two. Now, I don't even know if you remember or not, but I covered you, Craig, when I was with the Gaston Gazette. I covered ACC basketball then and covered – I probably saw you three or four times through the years when I was with the Gaston Gazette. Now, I was always part of the media scrum. I don't think I ever had a, a one-on-one with you then, but I, I sure as heck knew who Craig Dawson was and the great three-point shooter that you were at Wake Forest and had a blast doing that. But uh, first off, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you. Glad to be here. Yes, uh, you know what? I want to start this out. You know how I like to do things in a linear fashion, uh, Coach Hill, and you do too, Coach Dawson. When is the first time ever, Coach Hill, that you heard the name Craig Dawson? I mean, was he in middle school? Was he in elementary school? When was the first time you heard the name Craig Dawson? Well, I knew who Craig was when he used to hang around underneath the basket. He was a, he would be picking up all the trash from the kid, from the, the basket. Uh, the balls from all the players when Jerry was playing way back. I mean, you know, that far back, he was just a little tight, you know. <laughs> so I've, I've known him and his family uh, his whole life. I uh-huh. mean, actually, and uh, I mean, I know his, his grandparents and went to school with his uncle. Have played ball with his uncles, uh, Greg. I played JVs with Greg, and uh, and I watched Avery play in high school. And uh, you know, coach was on the bench when Jerry was there, and. And knew his dad, Thomas, who was a good player in his own right. And uh, so I, I've known him all. and coached his, older, his other brothers. And, yeah. I mean, 
you know, his whole family. So it's, it's, but as a player, uh, I started hearing about him when he, you know, when he was at Rochelle and coming through and, uh, went out and we, we, we made a point to go over and watch those kids play. And we actually provided them with some things and did work with them and took them to the, uh, state games and when they were in middle school and, you know, tried to, do the follow the rules as close as you possibly could, but yeah. but have as much contact as we could with the younger kids, so uh, they knew what was happening when they came over. So I've known him as a player, probably sixth, seventh grade. Are there rules? I didn't realize that. I mean, and I mean, and, and I'm not saying that in an ironic sense. Yeah. I'm asking in a serious sense. I thought if it's a feeder school, you're you can go and and look at. Yeah, kids. you can do you can yeah. do those things, but there's some there's some rules. There were some rules during the state games in the summer that you had to be okay. care, you, you had to be cautious about what you were doing, and we tried to to follow those. I mean, we, these, these kids played they played eighty and ninety they played eighty yeah. games in the summer. Good we Lord. we kept them going. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was a player then. He's always a player. He's 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 somebody you, if you're going to war, you want to take with you. I I can't wait to dive into some of that too. That voice is Craig Hill, the great Craig Dawson, the all-time leading scorer in Kenson High School basketball history, joining us here too. I want to flip that question to you. When was the first time you were made aware of that? Maybe in your memory banks that you remember Coach Hill. Well, the first time uh, one of my brothers actually played for him, uh, JV, and I remember going to a practice. Um, and thinking, man, I can't. How old were I, you then? Oh, shoot. I was a little <laughs> video thing because eight or nine, uh-huh. maybe. Um, and then I actually remember him coming over to Rochelle. I thought it was the neatest thing, man, for somebody to come <laughs> and watch me play um, and be at the high school because I w- always dreamed of playing on that floor, uh, being the ball boy. Because if you didn't get to the games early enough at that time, you, you didn't get a seat. So Jerry would actually come pick me up. And I would ride to the games with him and, and sit on the end of the bench. They gave me a practice jersey and the whole deal, man. <laughs> and, and I just thought I was I was on cloud nine. I was in heaven at that time. But uh, I just kept dreaming the other day. I, I got the chance to, to play on that floor. And uh, to have him come and watch me play at Rochelle was a treat. You know what? That's something maybe I, that I don't think about enough. Maybe fans don't either. But but I remember, it, like I said, just in my time here, I remember Wells going and seeing Reggie play. Right. You know, and going and seeing Reggie and Dory play at Rochelle. And I remember talking to – I did a little interview with them afterwards, and they were just starstruck. And that just blows my mind. But yeah. it's true. When you have Craig Hill coming to watch yes, you play, indeed. when you have Wells Gulledge or Perry Tindall coming to watch you play at that middle school level, it means a lot to you as a player, well, doesn't it? It means the world, man. You see, you must be doing something right, yeah, at least yeah. on the right track um, for those guys to, to come and check you out. So it, it meant a great deal to me. What impressed you the most when you – at the very beginning? I'm not talking about uh, when he played for you on varsity for three years at Kenson. I'm talking about even at the middle school level. What stood out about uh, Craig Dawson, you coach him? Uh, uh, Craig always had uh, a, a court awareness, a court presence, but he also had this next level competitive drive about wanting to be a really good player and a really good person, and that that stuck with him throughout. And uh, you know, he's like all the rest of us. We we stumble our toes from time to time, but all in all, he. That's what he's. That's what he strived to be, and you can see that as a young player, and uh, as a young man, and watching him develop. Uh, I, that was the thing that struck me most. Just very, very, very competitive. You just knew he had that extra competitive that would push him to greatness. I'm going to get off the linear style here for a second here, Coach Dawson, because uh, I don't know if Coach Hill told you or not, but uh, I got him and uh, Nick Harvey. 
And uh, Jay Wilson uh, in this very room, uh, what, about a month ago? (laughs) About a month ago. And we drafted our all-time Kinston High School teams. Okay, there were four of us. Oh, yeah. I know. Guess who you ended up playing for? Oh, I know. <laughs> so, Coach, uh, he, uh, let me tell you your team. And you probably know this, but I want the listeners who maybe didn't get a chance yeah. to hear that day's show. He, he, now, he picked Reggie in the first round, but his first round pick, you were fifth overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was you, Reggie Bullock, Tony Dawson. I don't know. Do you, you know him, right? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Herbert Hill, Herb Suggs. Larry Powell and out in Washington. And I got to admit, out of all those names, I didn't know out in Washington. I know all the other players and pretty much have seen everybody else play at one time or another. Even when we used to do our United Way Day of Basketball, I got to see Larry Powell play. So even, what is he now, 65, 70 years old? No, No, I'm joking. Larry's 63. Is he? 63 or 64. Because he's uh, – 62 or 63, I mean. So well, he's two years behind me. Well, the captain of the team would have to be Craig Dawson of that <laughs> team. You, Reggie, Tony, Herbert Hill, Herb Suggs, Larry Powell, out in Washington. How tough is that team? It's good. Larry's going to have quite the job trying to make sure we get the ball, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, can I tell you my team? Yeah. Now, I'm not gonna even going to talk about Nick Harvey's team or uh, Jay Wilson's team. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It doesn't matter. Cedric, Charles Shackelford. Now you got to admit, I've got the I've got the interior got pinned cover. up. Josh Dawson, yes, is my point guard. You might know him a little bit yeah, too, just right? A tad. Yeah, just a little bit there too. But then Michael Jenkins on the wing. Yep. Jeremy Ingram on yep. the wing. Marquez Jones, and then to back up uh, Cedric and Charles Shackelford, I had Darnell Dunn. You got to admit, I've got a pretty doggone good team there myself. Yeah, no, second's not, second's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I tell what are you, you going to do against that interior Cedric and Charles Shackelford, though? Oh, we're going to shoot a lot of threes. We're going to make up for it. We're, we're definitely going to make up for it. Uh, we, we'd have to hit some outside shots for sure. Well, yeah. that, How much fun do, do and you know, obviously, you're the all-time leading scorer in Kenson High School history. And again, we we've had Bill Ellison here. We've had uh, Wells Golage on the you know as we're getting ready for Hall of Fame week. We're going to talk about that some here too in a little bit. But just to be, and this is a question I've asked you before, Coach Dawson. But to be part of the fabric of Kenson High School, and again to have that title of the all-time leading scorer in Kenson High School history, when you hear all these names. Your, yeah. your relative stack, Cedric, Brandon Ingram, Reggie, you, Charles Shackelford, Bo Ingram, uh, Josh, Dontrez Styles, who's at Georgetown now, just all these great players, and you're the all-time leading scorer of that entire bunch. That's That's got to mean something to you. Yeah, it means I shot a lot, too. <laughs> I appreciate but shot Coach. at a high percentage. Yeah, though. I appreciate Coach for that. Um, but, yeah, it does mean a great deal um, for me, the, the kind of history of basketball here was something that meant a great deal to me. Um, just growing up watching even these older guys like Larry Powell, my dad, Donald Ingram, um, play in this industrial league they used to have at the Salvation Army and other places, man. I was, I thought they were like rock stars. Couldn't believe Donald Ingram come come down the court and shoot from half court. Like it like it was absolutely nothing. I, I thought these were like pros to me. Um, and just, just to have that honor uh, to be the all-time leading scorer is something I don't take lightly. Um, I'm surprised it's still standing to this point. but uh, Especially when you look <laughs> at two guys that are playing in the NBA oh, right question. now, and they both played four years at Cam. We need yeah. to remind people, too. 
He did that in three years, Coach yeah, Hill. Right. You know, I mean, these other guys, and I'm not denigrating them at all. Love Reggie, yeah. love Brandon, but they played four years of varsity at Kenston High School and still didn't touch a record. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Um, you know, I said it out loud in eighth grade. I told Jerry we were standing outside of my grandmother's house. Uh, he asked me how I felt about going into high school, and I said, I feel, feel pretty good, man, and I hope you know I'm – I plan to break every record that you have. And he kind of laughed at me. I was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm yeah. like, that, that is truly in my mind a goal amount now. Did I think it was attainable at the time? Probably not. But maybe I spoke it into existence. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> As I, that's the way I like to do is talk about it, and then you make it happen. Like I said, live here in my studio, man, just I'm beyond honored, coaches, <laughs> to have you guys in here in, in my, my humble home. I really am to have you guys here. But Craig Hill, Craig Dawson uh, joining us here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. And I want to go back. Let's look at that period of time. Uh, you're, you're guy, and it's just so neat that you guys are going into the Hall of Fame together because your careers, yeah. your coaching, your head coaching career, Coach Hill, right. your varsity experience at yeah. Kent High School were interwoven. I mean, you got it just it really – I got goosebumps even <laughs> saying it right now. I'm serious. But yeah. you, your careers were interwoven that way. Uh, tell me a couple you, – and I'm going to do the same thing with you with Coach yeah. Hill, but tell me a couple stories about uh, Craig Dawson that stands out to you in his career at, <laughs> as a varsity player. I, I, I remember when Craig was a sophomore, uh, Michael Dunn was a senior, and we were in Newburn. We were down in the fourth quarter, and uh, Craig and Mike just came over, and they both had this look in their eye and said, you know, really wasn't any, really wasn't any coaching for me to do except tell the kids get these two kids the ball because they were they start they started shooting. Craig hit a shot, falling out of bounds on the bench. The head coach from Newburn looked at me and said, "You got it. <laughs> he said, we ain't gonna beat y'all." They were up. We we came back. We scored. I think it was forty one or forty two points in that fourth quarter. Uh, just unbelievable. Just they just. Didn't miss, and Craig had somebody in front of him, that, and and Michael that was a really really good player, really good shooter, and real real competitive. I mean, just, now was he a senior? When, he, he was a senior. When Craig was a yeah. sophomore. Okay, so I had two great shooters, and uh, we didn't have enough basketballs that year <laughs> to go around. But uh, uh, and then I, all throughout his career, he you know number one don't you don't want to play him on his birthday. I okay. can promise you that. When, when's his birthday? His, his February 7th. Okay. February 7th. So on February 7th, he was going to get 40 at yeah. least. And, and I think he did that two or three times. Uh, now, was that like a gift to yourself? <laughs> so it was Well, it was more actually my mom's birthday. So hers is February 16th. Yeah. Um, we just so happened to um, my junior year uh, play on my birthday, my 17th birthday. Uh -huh. um, what most people don't know, though, my freshman year, playing JV for coach, the only game we lost was at Havelock on my birthday. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so we go down to Northern Nash, and the whole time I'm thinking, I cannot lose again on my birthday because it still sticks with me now. Like, <laughs> I am salty uh, that what? we lost my freshman year. <laughs> All these years <laughs> later. <laughs> like, it drives me nuts. To think about. So what, 27 years yes. ago? Wow. I, I can still see myself on the bus staring out the window the whole ride back, like pissed <laughs> off that we lost. Yeah. Um, so – we are lackluster through three quarters of this game, and we are down eight points going into yeah. the fourth quarter. And wait a minute, wait a minute. I got it. Is this the 28 points? Yes. The, that yes. was one of the things I was going to ask you. Yes. Go ahead. Please continue. Uh, this is it. And as 
I, I went to the free throw line right before the end of the quarter, and like every time I ca- I taught I caught the ball, they kept chanting happy, happy singing happy birthday. Yeah. So I go to the line, and they all put up newspaper and start chanting overrated. <laughs> and so we get to the bench, and coaches telling us what we need to do, and I am completely zoned out. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not really paying attention <laughs> to what's going on, and uh, I just I just kind of remember looking up at him. And he was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Coach, just just give me the ball. Everybody get out of the way." Wow. And he was like, "No." He's like, "Are you?" I'm like, "I'm serious." Yeah. Like, please just give me the ball, and let's just let me go. And now, now did he say it in that? Po- oh yeah, he was, way? Yeah, was, was he? not. He wasn't. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. he was no, gone. Yeah. <laughs> and and I just remember it didn't hit me until the buzzer went off. And I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> um. I wasn't quite sure how many or what. I just I was like, oh man, I was so relieved to win. <laughs> oh my! Well, birthday. I looked it up. Did you know that steel in yep. the annals of North Carolina high school athletics is still it's now third overall, yeah. but steel something you did twenty six years ago is still third in the state. Twenty eight yeah. points in yeah. one quarter. Yeah, it was, it was special. That, and then, as, as Coach Hill has told me too, I think we talked about it that yeah. day when you drafted him. The uh, there were thirty points scored in the quarter, and you assisted on the yeah, other basket. Shot it. That quarter. Yeah, I, I, like I should have shot it. And, uh, <laughs> I should have shot it, but I saw somebody wide open under the basket, yeah. and I got ready to. So I just dumped it down, and we got the bucket. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a special night to say the least. And I called Jerry right afterwards because he, I told him he owed me a hundred bucks because uh, <laughs> I broke broke that scoring record. So. That is that is amazing. Uh, again, that's Craig Dawson. We've got Craig Hill in here too. Hey, how special was it to not just then Coach Hill? And I'm going to ask you the same thing here in a second, Coach Dawson. But again, for you two to be as interwoven as you are, and I should even mention, weren't you his head coach in J? He played JV yeah, one yes, year too. Yeah. You were his head coach in JV yeah. too that year. Yeah. Uh, that you guys are going into the Hall of Fame together uh, this Saturday night. Well, it, it's quite humbling. I, I have a unique experience in, in that. I've got. I'm going in with, with the, with the really one of the best players to play there, and certainly one of the, my captain uh, of the team that I that I had uh, when I was varsity coach, and uh, a kid that I have followed his career, followed his life, and watched him grow into uh, an outstanding man and family man, and and outstanding coach and somebody that uh, I would hope that other kids would emulate, and so that that. That in itself is just emotional for me, um, and then also the fact that I'm going in with Wells, who's who's who coached Chris and you hired that that I hired, and um, to try to continue the legacy of success at, at school. The fact that I'm going in with Charles, who I sat on the bench with and and watched him mature as a young man, and kept Charles in line sometimes when he wanted to act up, and you know, and was there to haul him back and forth and help help him with his career. Uh, going in with Bill Ellis, who started – Bill and I started our careers together. Bill was the trainer at Kinston High when I first started coaching and uh, and custodian. <laughs> and uh, Chris so, Hatcher. And Chris Hatcher, who, who graduated with my daughter, who – did a lot of work around the school. I used to hire Chris to work in the parking lot at school uh, to paint the lines along with some of those guys and move furniture and those kind of things. But uh, and and the connections, all those. The other thing is like Don Whaley. I grew up on the same street as Don. Don I didn't know they had yeah. him on the show yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. Don Don lived 
down on the end of the street from me and was a few years ahead of me. So he was the guy in the county when I grew up that we were looking at as such a great player. And he's one of the very best athletes to ever come out of here. I mean, total athlete in regards to four, what, lettered in four sports and was, and was the leading scorer at Campbell for years until recently. And, um, so we always looked up to Don and that, that group of kids as, uh, and we were out in the county, living out in the county, and then moved into town, and then we had another legacy to follow. So, <laughs> but yeah, going in with Craig is is an unusual honor. It's an, uh, it, it just adds so much to it, and it's humbling to go in. and uh, And the other thing is that I'm going in. I'll be the third member of the 1977 class that were on the football team. And uh, Dawson, and, and I have uh, a picture. I have a my my high school football picture uh, is Lynn, Ronald, and me in the middle of the uh, the big picture. We're all standing beside of each other in that picture. It's awesome. It's, I mean, that's pretty amazing in itself. That's bone chilling. Yeah, the fact that that's going on. Of course, they went in as great athletes, and and I I was a solid, good, solid athlete. But mine is coming in as a result of a a career in. Uh, coaching and administration and and community really service being too. really being uh, having the influence and continuing to influence of Kenston High basketball. It's been kind of you know if I was going to say well, why am I in that's that that's the component that I have that kind of connector between the old and the new that you've talked about. Uh, well, that but, that's one of the ways. That, and let me interrupt you. And I'm sorry, uh, but that's the way I like to describe you, Coach Hill is. You are. You are that connection between Granger and Adkin High School back in the 50s and 60s. You came along. Now, you, you were, like you said, a pretty solid athlete, but you are that time between the 50s and 60s and even early 70s with Granger, Adkin, and then early Kenston High School. And then the later generation, the Wells Gulledges, the Perry Tindles, right. the Craig Dawsons, uh, the Jerry's. Jerry Stackhouse, those type people too. And that's what I think is so unique about you is that you go to an event. I, I remember you, you being inducted into George Whitfield's yeah. uh, Hall of Fame. And you're down there talking to all the young people, but you're also talking to all the old <laughs> Granger and Atkin people too. And I just, I, I, you have a pretty unique perspective in that you are sort of that conduit between yeah. those generations, coach. Yeah. And, I, and I'm very fortunate, and, and I think I got another I got another Hall of Famer, you know, off of the team that Craig played in in Perry. I think with what he the success he's had, yeah. I think eventually you're going to see him mm-hmm. uh, be being part of it as well. And so that's pretty special. And yeah. um, we were talking here, you know, the team that Craig played on. We've lost two players off of that team. Uh, that have passed away, yeah. and, you know. Really, uh, I did. Yeah. Who is that? I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, let's let's honor them. Who, yeah. who are they? Linwood Edwards passed away in a car wreck right after they graduated. Not long after they graduated school, when we the service was actually in the gym there at school, and so Linwood was part of that. And then Ramon Davis, who was a big kid that played I've a lot. I, I used him and Phoenix together yes. to come in. If they anybody started picking <laughs> on Craig, I would send those two guys in, <laughs> yes, and they'd, they'd beat on everybody. And uh, and he was such a sweet soul. Uh, yes, so and so, it's you know we we are respectful of their memory, but also they were part of something really special. We got to do some really special things as players. They got to play in these tournaments and uh, the camps that we did with young kids and uh, the summer leagues that we played in and the 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 t- one of the things that we went to we the coaches and captains retreat. So we really worked on the character and these kids would go over to the elementary schools and speak and 
do the word of the week for them. And yeah. so we did a lot of things like that to let them know it was more than just basketball. That voice, that's Craig Hill. Uh, we've got uh, Coach Craig Dawson in here with us, too. And I'm going to ask you this. I'll tell you what, I've got to pay a bill real quick. and that's then we'll fine. get. But i got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into it. I've got uh, Coach Craig Dawson. I've got Coach Craig Hill here in uh, our studio. I want to ask you the same question I asked him, Coach Dawson, that for you guys to be as interwoven as you were in your playing career, his his head coaching career, what does it mean to you to be inducted into this Sports Hall of Fame at the same time as Coach Hill? And then, again, along with some of these other people like Bill Ellis, who was a Parks and Rec director when you were uh, when you were a young man, and uh, Wells Gullich, who I know you've gotten to know over oh, the yeah. years, and even Charles Shackelford, who you watched growing up. What does it mean to you to be inducted with Coach Hill and these other, these other people? Special, man. Being here with Coach is everything. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not here without him. <laughs> There's wow. no question about that. Um, I mean, he was able – to allow me to do things on the basketball court. And it was all because of work ethic, though. Um, you know, Bob McKillop has a saying that dis- discipline comes before freedom. Um, and I put a lot of work in uh, trying to be the, become the best player that I could be. So um, he saw that and allowed me to uh, – gave me the wings to fly. So I'm really appreciative of that. I'm definitely not here without him. But, um, you know, along the way there's been a – uh, a couple kind of memories that stand out to me more than anything that even I use now with my, my own players. Um, I remember once my senior year, we were in practice and it was terrible. Like We were awful that day. And coach made the statement, um, if we don't pick it up, like we'll be back in here at 6 a.m. tomorrow. And I, and I started laughing. I'm Uh-oh. like, now there's no way we're coming back in here at 6 a.m. So he made me go over there on the side and do 17. I had to do two of them. Now, what, tell people who don't know what a 17 so, is. So, um, sideline, sideline. Yeah. You know, touch one, go back two. And and uh, I, I'll never forget it because it made me appreciate that, you know, nobody's bigger than the team. Um, and I, I use that example all the time. I, my players will tell you that now. And it really stood out to me. And uh, as Coach mentioned, we used to play a lot of games. Like, there was at one point I had played almost 12 months straight Right before my senior year, a lot of people don't know because we kept it quiet. I had a stress fracture mm-hmm. in my right leg. I couldn't even <laughs> shoot or do anything for three weeks leading up to the season, uh, and that was completely frustrating for me. Um, but actually, the night before I broke that scoring record, I didn't practice. Wow. I showed up at practice, and Coach made me get in the whirlpool. And I was like, what, did, what do you mean I can't practice? And he was like, you've been going nonstop. Like, you need to let your body. And I was so pissed at him (laughs) all all day, all night. And you think about it, like, most people don't like to practice. I didn't want to take time off at all. And then the next night (laughs) that occurred, I'm like, maybe he's on to something here. Maybe maybe he's got something. But that that really stood out because, you know, he was looking out 
not only for me, the player, but the person as well, because it had been a nonstop grind. And for him to say, no, you need this day, you need this rest, and then for it to manifest and pay off the way it did, I, I'm really appreciative of that. I got to ask you, as someone, again, I got here in 02, and he was already the principal at uh-huh. Kansas High School, and that's a story for another day about our first <laughs> meeting, Coach Hill. I think we've done it here on the show, but yeah. he scared the bejesus out of me. Oh, yeah. our first meeting. Like I said, wait, we're talking about positive things here oh, today, right. okay, that's Coach? okay. But what was he like as a coach? I mean, was he, you know, I mean, I've, of course, I've, you know, I've got to see Wales coach and yeah. Perry and Jimmy Smith and those type guys. But what was Craig Hill like as a head basketball coach? He was demanding, but um, he was fair. Like he was more than fair. Um, he got the most out of us. Um, I still use some of the stuff we did <laughs> then now. Um, between him and, and Coley Little, man, it didn't it didn't get any better than having those guys back to back. Yeah. Um, it, it was a treat for me. So um but he was definitely demanding he expected the best out of us and and it brought the best out of us. So we, we appreciate him for it. That is awesome. Again, that voice, that's Craig Dawson, an all-time leading scorer in Kenston basketball history. We've got Craig Hill in here with us, too. Uh, when you got the news that uh, you were going to be – I'm talking to Craig Dawson here real quick because uh, you were at the meeting, Craig Hill. Right. We'll talk about that here in a second. <laughs> I, got but, to, I got to make the call. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so we, my we, dad we, called we, me first. Go ahead. I don't, So my cousin Pearl Hardy mm-hmm. called my dad. And so I'm sitting <laughs> at my desk at work. My dad calls, and he was like, yeah, he was like, you have this Hall of Fame thing in August. I was like, what are you talking about, man? He was like, Pearl just called me. With my dad, I don't oh, know. Oh, now we got to talk to Pearl. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know. So I ended up calling Pearl, and he was like, yeah, I did just talk to your dad. And then Coach called me not too long after that. So um, When you get that officially, yeah. that you're being inducted from Coach Hill, what, what's going through your mind? I can't believe it. Like, you know, this is something that ever since this hall was created, you know, you just kind of dream of. Um, and to be in any Hall of Fame, I think, especially one like this from where we're from, um, it means everything. Like, it's truly everything. It's an honor. Um, I can't believe growing up watching all these guys and, and, and dreaming of being out there. And now here I am sitting about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So it, it means everything. And Coach Hill, I mean, I was there, you know, yeah. when we voted and you were, uh, we voted on you being inducted. But still, what did that mean to you? Two part. What did that mean to you when, you know, when you were almost unanimously elected right. to be in the Hall of Fame? And then for you to be able to make that call to uh, Coach Dawson? Uh, well, it, it, it was, it was a special moment for me to, to I mean, you think about it, seeing a kid grow up all the way through and to be able to pick up the phone and call him and say, hey, look, just, just wanted you to know, that you're you're going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and uh, that was a special thing for me to be able to do as a as his coach and as a mentor and and somebody that uh, has watched him develop. That 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 itself was special. As far as mine, uh, it was it's a special moment for me. It's a it's a piece of my career that uh, I'm humbled by it. I mean, there's so many. Uh, athletes that have come through there that were better athletes than me that you know that I see them every day I mean it's amazing the talent that's come through there but it's a place that I've always loved and cared for and has always loved and cared for me and I think that's that's the joy that I've gotten from this it's been a family for me and it's also generational where I've got a daughter that's there my kids, not only did I coach there, but my kids grew up there, coming through there. Their friends came through there. My wife and I, one of the pictures you'll see in the slide uh, show for the at the Hall of Fame is a picture of my wife and I as teenagers standing on 
Granger High School balcony with two Viking sweatshirts. I have seen that on Facebook. Yeah, what awesome. an awesome yeah, picture! And we're standing like this as she's fifteen, and I'm—I mean, she's sixteen, and I'm seventeen. And <laughs> yeah, let's, you know, so let's, let's get that age right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you know that, that it's just been—it's kind of molded and shaped me, and uh, over the years. And the neat thing about it was we were there. We have the history of success in front of us. We have the history of success behind us. And we have this family that has matured and grown over the years. And now we get to celebrate it together at a big event. That's just wonderful. It's a bit like a family reunion. Well, this is a tough question, and it may even be a little bit unfair, but I'm going to still ask it anyway, okay? You received, uh, what, a couple of years ago, two years ago, three years ago? I don't know. Time flies so fast, but the the – Biggest civilian honor that a person in the state of North Carolina can receive when you receive the Order of the Longleaf Pine. And uh, so, you I mean, that is a, like I said, the most prestigious honor a, a civilian in the state of North Carolina can receive. Big ceremony we had for you and all that. Right. How does it compare? That's, that's exactly. I mean, <laughs> being inducted to the Kinsland North County Sports um, Hall of Fame, Order of the Longleaf Pine. Well, I mean, the Order of the Longleaf Pine was something that speaks to – the life you've lived and that kind of thing. And I was very honored by that. And it was a great event. Uh, this is, this is like being honored for being a, being in your home, mm-hmm. you know, for doing what you do right here. It's, it's, it's pretty special. It's amazingly special to me and humbling to, and also to my family. And the fact that, you know, you're enshrined in something that generations from now will go and look at. And, and I've, been a part of the committee since the very beginning. Yes, you so, have. I so, think there's four of us. Yeah, that and have so been part I, of that. you know, to go by there and see all those that have that are no longer with us, the the Coley Littles and Coach Jones and you know Bobby Hodges and you go on and on and on and uh, you know and to be a part of that and know that you have a legacy of that's going to be there for your kids and your grandkids and their kids say hey, that was so and so in your family is pretty special thing. That is awesome. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left here. I've got to pivot back to uh, Coach Dawson, though, because I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, and I think I've asked you this in one of our previous interviews, but it wouldn't hurt for me to ask you again. You had opportunities to play professional basketball. I mean, you could have gone overseas. You could have played, you know, here. You decided, though, to become a coach. I mean, once you graduated from Wake Forest, and again, I, you were a sharpshooter. This is when three-point shooting was starting to really yeah. take hold. Why did you make that decision? I mean, I guess that, that's my main question to you is, again, you could have gone overseas. You could have made a good career for yourself. When you look at other people from Kenston High School that have gone overseas to play or even played here, why, why did you make that decision to follow the coaching route instead of uh, the playing route? I think my body made it for me. Okay. 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 <laughs> I dislocated my shoulder like three times within a nine-month span. And, um, it was and really people don't know how painful that yeah, is, do they? Worst pain I've ever felt yeah. in my life. I don't wish it on anyone. Now, was um, it your shooting shoulder or your No, it's the opposite shoulder. Okay. Um, but it was just grueling to continue to do rehab, rehab surgery, rehab. Um, and so I actually just I, – I was out at the school at Forsyth Country Day. Um, and one of the guys asked me if I wanted to help him with the middle school team. So I did. And then a bunch of the parents asked me if I would coach their AAU team that summer. And I'm thinking – I don't know anything about this, <laughs> like, but it was so much fun. Like I had so much fun doing it. Like I look forward to going to practice every day. And then the headmaster called me and asked me if I wanted to come and work at the school. And so that's, that's how it began. And, you know, once I got into it, 
Um, I really put everything I had into it. And, you know, I'm a student of the game anyway. Um, I'm constantly trying to find ways to evolve, especially dealing with our student athletes today. They're totally different from when, when I came through. Um, but being able to adapt, um, still be beneficial in their lives is, is truly important to me. So, um, once I got into it, I, I got the bug pretty quickly and, and just kind of took off from there. Was there a time, Coach Hill, when you thought when you were coaching him over at Kenson High School there in the late nineties that hey, he's going to be a heck of a coach one day? Was, uh, I'm not surprised at all he went okay. up in coaching. I think his love for the game is so great, uh, and I'm not surprised Perry's in it. Uh, yeah. they, they both had a unique uh, drive and and love for for basketball and also a love for the team concept and how do you and relationships and how important those things are. And really the, this, this whole, this whole weekend for me is about honoring the relationships that, that, that make your life great. I mean, that's really what this whole weekend is about. It's, it, you know, it's going to be so much fun. Well, I know coach Whitfield's going to have uh, an event tomorrow night that right. I, unfortunately <laughs> I can't go to because we're yeah. doing a game. We're doing the North North green central yeah. game. But he he's actually going to be on the show tomorrow too. Yeah. Coach Witt is. He's bringing yeah. in a, a, a sexton with him. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to call Leo Hart too. Yeah. How about that? Uh, so that's for awesome. some uh, some <laughs> some Hall of Famers yeah. there. Uh, but I guess I, that's why I wanted to ask you about just Coach Whitfield and his impact uh, here. I mean, he we were yeah. talking about you know I had Wells on the show on Monday and he was talking about how you. Uh, Coach Witt went down to get him to come to camp. I'd love to hear because we've now I've heard from Wells. I want to hear from you right now, and then we're going to talk to Coach Witt tomorrow about it too about Wells Gulledge. Tell me a little bit about y'all getting Wells Gulledge here, who is also along with you two going to be inducted well, into the Hall you know, of Fame tomorrow. You know, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that the Wells interviewed us before he interviewed with Jacksonville, and I didn't hire Wells the first time. He was a finalist, but I didn't hire him the first time. But I was very impressed by him. Had no experience, just coming out of college. Uh, I looked at the uh, whole scenario. I had I had George Stackhouse, uh, Wells, and I had another gentleman who who wound up. All three of those guys wound up winning state championships. Can so you tell us who it is? No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> want to, uh, actually, I coach, can, I'm a journalist. I, I gotta I, ask. Actually, you, I can. Actually, I can. Okay. It was uh, he. He was co- he coached. Um, I can't think of his name right a second. He, he was JV. Used to be JV coaching uh, at Greenville Rose. But he wound up going to Wilmington, New Hanover, one down there. Uh, uh, Link? Link Laos. Yep. Uh, Link, yeah. Okay. So Link. Wow. He so, ended up going to Green Central yeah, for a yeah. little bit, Link, didn't he? Link was our, those three. And, uh, oh, those were my th- Those were my those three. Those are three pretty good candidates Those to were talk three to candidates to replace myself with. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I did a lot of studying and looking. And, and honestly, um, I looked at the situation that we had at Kinston High School. We had a history of basketball that was this long. I looked at all the – began to balance it out. Uh, George had a little more experience than the other two. Uh, George was African-American. We never hired an African-American basketball coach at Kenston High School. Uh, I hired George uh, because George was the most experienced of the bunch. Uh, when I looked at those three guys, the two two guys were – I mean, I knew that all three of those were going to be great coaches. I'm not surprised that they wound up winning state championship. But George had the edge uh, at, at that particular time. Um, but I never took my off the – off of either one of the others yeah and you know you don't burn bridges and so when opportunity when george bolted to east carolina and had an opportunity to go there and i understood that after the school year had yeah. already began too yeah i was very disappointed they left when he left but <laughs> you know i also understand when doors open you have to take them so i'm the very first thing i did was pick up the phone and call coach whitfield and of course i knew 
they're, they're, they were connected. And I said, George, I need to meet you at Billy's Drive-In at that time on Queen Street for lunch. I got something I need to talk to you about. So, so we went down there, and I said, I want uh, Wells to be my next basketball coach. I need you to go to Jacksonville, talk to him, to make sure that I can get him in here. To I don't want him in here tomorrow morning. I want to get him signed. <laughs> I said, I'm I'm going to call his, his principal um, and talk to him and let him know that I want permission to talk to him. And of course, I knew I was going to talk to him anyway, but I wanted to do it right. So, <laughs> well, did you? Let me interrupt yeah. just for a second. Put a pin in that. Yeah. Wells mentioned that on Monday yeah. that that meant so much to him yeah. that you had called his principal. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. And so I think that's the way you were supposed to do business. The way I was trained to do business is be forthright and be open and be honest. And you know, you run the risk of not being able to, of, of them jumping the gun on you. And but in the end, if they they really want to be there, that's where they are. So I sent George down there. Wells was on the tennis courts. He, him and coaching G- a match, Coach <laughs> yeah, Dawson. coaching a match, and him and Jebo pull up and stick their heads out the window and say, hey, Stud, you're going to Kinston. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's in my office the next morning, and we sign him. And, uh, That's so awesome. And so, and he had a great team down at Jacksonville, you know, that he left. Went to the regionals. Yeah. yeah. And so when I interviewed those guys, they asked me what my expectations were, and I said, I can tell you what I'm leaving on the table. I can tell you what's coming in the next six years. There's going to be some state championships. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if you don't make it back to the – I'm walking out of here in the best situation this program could be in because the team, the talent we've got coming back, there's an all likelihood you'll be in a state championship game. Yeah. And they were. Yeah. And they became, And I said, there's more coming. You could look down the pipe and see Dodson and all those big kids coming. And, you know, I'd, they were hanging around. There were the other kids like him yeah. under the basket. You know, you could see them hanging down around there. Bo was down there picking up balls, throwing them yeah. back, and you could see those kids down there. And you, once you've seen one of them, you know what they look like. And uh, that's, the way it, that's the way it happened. That is so awesome. Uh, Coach Craig Hill, Coach Craig Dawson, the Kinsley North County Sports Hall of Fame. It is this Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Now, I know we've added table. Now, I've not made all the meetings like I'm right. supposed to, Coach Hill. I, I know, know. you've been pretty busy getting engaged. And, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, I'm getting married, man. Coach. That's right. How about Congrats. that? But uh, I just, again, I'm going to say it. I'm not just saying it because you two are sitting here with me, and I'm making a bold statement when I say this. This is the second best class ever inducted into the Kensal North County yeah. Sports Hall of Fame, and I'll count that first one. I mean, obviously, yeah. yes. when first, you got Jerry yeah. and Lynn Dawson yeah. and, and all those other guys that were inducted. But I honestly think, Coach, this is Coach Hill. Yeah. I think this is the second. And again, you've been a part of this since the very so, beginning. This is the second best class we've ever yeah, inducted. This is a very strong class, and it's it's a uh, and we've had and it's a big class because we we had COVID since twenty nineteen, yeah. and so we haven't done one since twenty nineteen, and we're going to try to get back in it and try to drop it back down to I think it's five, uh, four, five or six, year, I five think or, it's five six. or six, yeah. five or six each year, uh, each every other year, so that we so that we maintain the honor of the hall and. Um, and it's pretty neat to, to do that. I mean, this this class spans from 1930s mm-hmm. with Clay Kroon. Uh, yeah, Clay would uh, it goes that far back to, to Chris Hatcher, who finished uh, yeah. at Kansas. Well, just finished his uh, pro career yeah. five years ago. His yeah. uh, pro baseball career. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. by the way, I, and we're wrapping up here, but uh, Coach Dawson. I need some. I need a I Craig you, Dawson man. piece. Look around. I need I a Craig you. Dawson piece <laughs> yeah. of gear in here. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, yes, sir. I'm just throwing that out there. Listen. Gentlemen, this has been – you know Coach Hill. Yeah. You know me very well. Yeah. You're getting to know me pretty – this has been one of my biggest 
this is one of my biggest honors having you guys in here today, and okay. especially with the way, again, that your careers meshed with each other. And to have you in here, and you live in Virginia, to come in here into my home and be a part of this show this morning. Coach Dawson, thank you. Coach Hill, you know my affection for you, and I just thank I appreciate both of you so much coming in and doing this show this morning. Uh, we okay? appreciate you, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. There you go. I tell you what, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up today's show right after that. It's Thursday, August the 17th in the year of the Lord, 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. It's a game that, uh, John Dawson, you have uh, played very, very well so far here in the month of August. You're up four days to two. Who are you to accuse me, Brian? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm praising you. I come here to praise you, not to kill you. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was, somewhere, uh, Julius Caesar... I come to praise, no, I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Something you need to like stick that. with Julius Irving. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was good. Okay. Uh, you won yesterday, John Dawson, uh, on a commanding 3-2 to two win. Uh, I don't know. I'm running out of words over here, guys. Uh, but you can tell us about. Thank uh, God you're not on the radio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But you can tell us about uh, Goico Office Automation and Jacques Passleg, of which we have plenty of words to talk about. Well, Jacques Passleg and the good people down at Goico are never short of words. They use words like excellence, bargains. Uh, what's another word, Massey? Yes. And uh, if you go down there uh, and tell them what you need, they'll 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 find what you think you need, but then they'll tell you what you actually need because they know better. You can just look at their success and realize that's the coattail you need to grab onto. Back to you, Brian. I like it. Look at that. Jacques Passleg and Goico. If I want to call Jacques, Jonathan Massey, <laughs> how do I do that? Hey, you pick up the phone and you dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit their websites at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. I like it. Or um, bucklesberry.com. Or right. bucklesberry.com, which is a, an outstanding place to go to. Hey, we got three musical hints today, John Dawson. Really? Yeah, let's see. One for sure, two. Eh, we got two. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you're. Uh, I saw that little gleam in your eye. Oh, I keep that gleam in my eye all the time. Bri Bri likes to make me cry with the music. There you go. He was the lead guitarist for this band. Box tops. If I'd have given you multiple choice, John. Alex Chilton. No, nah, it's Gary Town. Well, Alex Chilton is the lead singer and songwriter. Oh, this is the lead guitarist. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you? I, I don't know his name. Gary Talley. Okay. Gary Talley. Might have given you multiple choice. You like Joe stuff. Cocker covered this? Don't you like Joe Cocker? Or did I, I dream that? I do like. Well, I mean, I they, like him. I'm not. They added a horn part to it. Oh, uh, Gary Talley. You like this song? Wait a minute. I like this version and the remake, yes. You gotta admit, I'm getting you some uh, not obscure, but hey, tell me, box tops, fan. Yeah, I mean, they had a few hits. I think Alex Chilton was, I don't even think he was old enough to, I don't even think he was 18 when he wrote this, or barely 18. The bands like R.E.M. and those guys always champ champion them. Okay. Well, Gary Talley, how old is he today there, John Dawson? Lead singer of the Box Tops. 74. You say 74. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 
75. You are closer. He was born August 17, 1947. So he's 76 today. Oh, okay. So uh, not bad. You were you were pretty close there, John Dawson. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. What would you have guessed if you'd had to go first, John Massey? 78, probably. Okay. I don't get points for knowing the name of the band. You should get something, dude. And how about how short that song is? She was the lead singer for this band. That the Go Go's, Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Easy. Carlisle. Don't make me have to put down plastic. <laughs> <laughs> they were a talented band, weren't they? Yeah, had a lot of hits. Yeah. Their guitar player wrote a bunch of great songs. This is Belinda Carlisle. What is it? I don't have my glasses on. It was a bottle cap. I just bent it in half. She, Belinda Carlisle performed this on uh, the 4th of July thing on PBS. Remember when I sent you a text that said Chicago were on there killing it? Yeah. She was, like, on before Chicago. Do you realize that I was, like, two miles away from where they were performing? Because we were up in D.C. And they were doing the performances at, in the mall at uh, – I was – Chicago surprised me. They whipped out 25 or 64 and were just killing – the drummer was amazing. But we're talking about the lovely and talented Melinda Carla. Yes. Is it my guess? No, no. it's uh, Jonathan Massey's turn. Melinda uh, Carlisle, lead singer for the Go Go's. Do you know? Have you? Do you know who we're talking about? Vaguely. Okay. The uh, other big hit was Vacation. Oh my God! They've got a lot of big. Our lips are sealed. Our lips. She had some solo hits. Um, a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, like I know this song. Mm know it i've heard it 67 you say 67 hold on chorus oh here comes the drum too loud dog you seem girlier doing it than they do Coming at you live on WLF 960 The Bowl. Okay, uh, have you guessed yet, Jonathan? You said 67, yeah. Yeah. What did you say, John Dawson? 66. She was born August 17th in the year of her Lord, 1958. Dude. She's 6A. It was over. I had to do the last we got to beat then. Okay. Oh, this is our lips are sealed. Who won the birthday? You did. did. Okay. Why did I say he did? You did. Okay. (laughs) You did. Uh, she's 65 today. Uh, okay. I feel okay Carlisle, about my guess. 65. I just, do you realize Madonna's birthday was yesterday? Remember when we did that on the birthday game yesterday? Yes. She was 65, and now Belinda Carlisle, 65? Mm. Your youth is not only fleeting, it is gone. Yeah, there's no joke about that. But it's still that. a good song. It's Forget you. Well, it's one to one. Hey, we have one more musical hint here. You're not going to like it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. There's a good documentary out about them. It's on Prime or Netflix. Is it? I think you'd like it. He was a founding member of this band and is now a regular on CBS's Blue Bloods. Oh, oh, oh. 
Is this Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch? It's Mark Wahlberg's older and less talented brother. It's Donnie. Donnie Wahlberg. Well, neither one of them have actually, you know, done nuclear fission work, so let's not get too crazy with the talent. Yeah. I kind of like new kids on the block. In I know case. I'm supposed to react, but I just can't anymore. It's so sad. See, we cool kids. I we think you're them. telling the truth. I really am. I wouldn't say that out, brother. I wouldn't believe I'd have told that. We call them NKOTB. We don't just call them new kids on the block anymore. It's NKOTB. It's with the cool kids. It stuff. takes less time to say the real name than the abbreviation. That's Realize that? True. Yeah. But this is the right stuff. It was off hanging. If you're tough. a sadist. It came out in 1988. What year were you born? 89. Oh. The members of the band came out when? <laughs> oh. The song came out in 1988. Well, either one's fine. I was just curious. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, 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 oh. The right stuff. Okay. Forty-six. You say forty-six. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Forty-nine. He was born August seventeenth, nineteen sixty-nine. He's fifty-four today. Why are you looking? At, why don't? Why would I care how? I'm just trying to think. If I, I told you this came is. out in eighty-eight, so forty-six would be. Help me here, dude. Would be. God, my, I, I have seventy-seven. Yeah, so he would have been eleven years old when this came out. What? So, what's your point? <laughs> okay. It doesn't sound like Wilford Brimley. Sounds kind of young to me. He does. Oh, my God. Do you know how old Wilford Brimley was when he did Cocoon? 80. No, he was like 50. Wow. How old does that make you feel? Because I know it makes me feel old. I'm the same age he was when he did Cocoon. Yeah. Hold on. Let me make sure that's right. How old was Wilford? If you got up this morning and were wondering how old Wilford Brimley was when he did Cocoon, go to a doctor immediately. Yeah, if Wilford Brimley was in New Kids okay, on the Block, no, the right no, stuff no, would have no, been no, insulin. No, that's <laughs> 50 years old. You just meant. Uh, no, I had to look this up. How old was Wilford Brimley when he, he didn't filmed have Cocoon? To. <laughs> he was cast when he was 49, but turned 50 during the filming. Okay, Massey, try again. That was oh. a good one. I said, if Wilford Brimley had been in New Kids on the Block, the right stuff would have been insulin. Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But is that not crazy? He was 50 years old when he filmed Cocoon. I thought he would have been at least in his 60s. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. He did a great turn. He had an episode of Homicide where he was terminally ill and wanted his son to end his life for him. And the guy, well, I don't want to ruin it. I, no, go ahead and ruin it. I'll never see it. Well, I own it. You should watch it. Oh, which mo which show is it? Homicide. Oh, I do want to see Homicide. You're right. Okay. So don't tell me, okay? Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, Jonathan Massey. Yo. What are you looking for over there? My dignity? <laughs> I'd have to look a lot further than what I was doing. <laughs> hey, oh, I know I'm completely switching lanes on you here with uh, Jonathan up two to one. Have you watched any of the new Justifieds yet? I've watched four of them. I've watched. We're, we're completely caught up. Is it awesome or what? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different than the original, but it's... It is different, but it's still good, man. <laughs> it's been funny. I've had to call him a couple of times this week for uh, fantasy football stuff because, you know, we're in the, in the throes of fantasy football season now. We co-own a team in David Grimes' league. And both times I've called him, you can hear Maris in the background. I mean, John, I'm telling you, tearing it up, has she not? One time I think she was in the bathtub. Yeah, the most recent, uh, one of the most recent times, yeah. <laughs> you could just, she loves bath time, John Dawson. Okay. It's just. I awesome. thought you meant she was screaming. She is screaming. But not, she likes not, it. Not like, no. not in a terrified, she's just being no. loud and. Loud and funny, Like a, like a joyous, like, ah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing stuff. She uh, she ripped the cap off of one of, not and not like you would normally take it, she broke the cap off. <laughs> of a uh, shampoo bottle and just dumped all of it <laughs> into the bath. It was, it just was making glorious sounds, man. It was awesome, dude. She is, I, I, I think I'm going to start calling you every night just so I can hear Maris, man. It, it adds joy to my, my joyless life, dude. You call me after she falls asleep, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet. No, she's, I'm, this is not a riff, dude. Maris is awesome. That's her in the background. We talking about you or Maris? Oh, that's Maris. Oh, okay. Well, me too. Both. But, uh, Both, yeah. yeah. It's weird carrying on a conversation when English is not the primary language of any either pe- either of the two people <laughs> I'm hearing. That's awesome. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey goes to you with you up two to one. He's arguably, I can't wait to see who you guys guess on this one. It's almost like a who sang it, but let's see. The most hated Duke Blue Devil of all time Christian is? Christian Leitner. What's your guess? Christian Leitner. It is Christian Leitner. How about that? Uh, today is his birthday, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is Christian Leitner I didn't today? think Satan had an age. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Or has he changed his name to Scratch now? Oh, no, it's still uh, Christian Leitner. Legba. <laughs> Beelzebubba. <laughs> is my go? Yeah. 54. Indeed he is. He was born the exact same day, months, everything as Donnie Wahlberg. Christian Leitner is 54 years old, was born in 1969. So uh, you clinched today's uh, birthday game there, Jonathan Massey. Was there, what's the method to the madness there? Well, he was on the Dream Team. I think he graduated in 92, so that was 31 years ago. And then, you know, just got that special shoe that matches just the same shape of his hooves <laughs> yes he does yes he does well you've already clinched today three to one we'll still do this last one and first i need an impression of robert de niro uh, yeah i thought you'd do I a robert de niro. i've never done that in my life have you Mm-mm. and that's that's one i don't have that one in my arsenal it's hard okay. to do an impression of him without cursing yeah. my favorite i showed i'll just i showed a family member They've taken the speech where De Niro and Pesci are out in the desert in Casino. Yeah. And Joe Pesci is just cussing De Niro up and down, but they've got it with Bert and Ernie video, <laughs> and it matches up perfectly. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I could do that speech, but then I'd have to cut it all. Well, that's up to you, Mr. Uh, producer. Nah, I don't want to work that hard this <laughs> week. Um, Robert De Niro, how old is he today? Disrespect him a little bit. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> um... 82. You say 82. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 81. He was 
born August the 17th in the year of the Lord, 1943. He's 80 today. He's celebrating the big 8-0. So that means that uh, Massey wins today 4-1. to one. Hey, local birthdays. You heard us talk to Will Harrell in our first hour, South North head football coach. His principal, Elizabeth Pierce, today is her birthday. Also, uh, Kathy Frazier, former AD over Aiden Griffin. Listen, thank you so much. One of my favorite shows we've done in a long, long time today. Hey, tomorrow, it'll be we'll preview Football Friday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.